Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, joined today again by... Zach Columbia. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Thanks going. for having me on. Yeah. So uh, Randy's out of town, so we're going to kick off another episode with Zach today. Um, it's really easy to get Zach because I just go down the hall and say, hey, Zach, <laughs> jump in this uh, podcast studio that's uh, 30 feet away and uh, let's do a show. I uh, got a great episode for you guys today, but before we do that, I want to let everybody know that the Fit Pro Grow Summit tickets are on sale. You can just kind of head over to fitprogrowsummit.com. Uh, Zach's spoken at one in the past. He'll be back again this year talking about what we're talking about on the show today, semi-private and program design, all that good stuff. Um, tickets are on sale right now. Uh, the way we do our tickets, guys, it's limited seating. It's just this, this venue is even smaller than the ones we've done in the past. It's at the W Hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona on June 8th through 11th. We're actually bringing in HSN Nutrition to do a pre-con on that Thursday. So you guys can come in uh, Thursday morning, check out the pre-con. Uh, anybody that buys tickets before uh, the end of January, you get access to the pre-con with uh, Nicola Coyne. She's been on our show before. You guys may have heard of her, HSN Nutrition. Um, our ticket sales go up. I mean, the price of the tickets go up. Right now, they're, they're, they're at the lowest. It's the early bird. Uh, there's a code, use WORM. Uh, it'll dro- it drops off $150 off the tickets. We've got a great deal for rooms. Again, it's just a small venue. You guys are going to love it. We have... Um, workouts in the mornings this year we've got uh, foods covered uh, as far as lunches go happy hours uh, we've got all kinds of cool stuff planned so guys if you haven't been to the grow summit go check out fitprogrowsummit.com get your tickets now all right huge huge, huge. it's huge do it okay so if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you know how I feel about semi-private training. Uh, you know, that's our flag in the ground. We've been doing it in this marketplace since 2010-ish uh, on some level, uh, even before Zach was uh, part of the team. Uh, when Zach was has been our director, this is, this is the time that we actually eliminated any other service offering other than semi-private because we at one point had like our team training boot camp style. We had... Um, you know, a basic access membership below that. And then we also have, you know, semi-private on frequencies. All, all said and done today, if you look at this model, it's only semi-private training and I'm, I'm happy that we did it. Oh yeah. Uh, and yeah. And same with, same with Zach. And so there was, there was a point in time where we had to make a decision and it was just after COVID. We were leaning this way to say, Hey, you know, boot camp is great. It's fun to train, but you know, we got to get rid of it. How do we do it? Uh, and so why don't you kind of walk through how we decided to do it here so people don't freak out and like think that they have to pull the plug like in first minute of the day. Yeah, well, I mean, let's 
face it, COVID did kind of open the door to make that easier, that yes. transition easier because boot camp kind of died anyway, right? Like you couldn't, you just couldn't put that many people in a, you know, in a room, in together. A room together. And, you know, some places it was illegal to do that. And then, and then some people you're just, you know, risking upsetting yeah. the the bad PR there. So so that kind of created an opportunity for us. But even before that, we had kind of started reducing the number of classes that we were offering. And it was re really pretty simple. We just went into the data and looked at, you know, the attendance and, mm -hmm. you know, what classes were slower. And we just started picking some of them off. Right. And reducing reducing the amount that we had. Um, and, and then, you know, we just continued that process slowly, just eliminating them. Right. And mm -hmm. you obviously deal with, with some complaints, right? Usually it's the client that doesn't even come to that, yes. to that hour is like, Oh, you got rid of the 8am. And it's like, they've been to two 8ams the whole year, yeah. you know, their normal time is 6pm or whatever. It's like the complete opposite. And, and so it was like, whatever, you know, the, obviously the your boot camp clients are the ones that pay the least and so the clients typically that pay the least are the ones that complain the most seems it seems that way seems that way yeah. and so so there were obviously some complainers but we knew that this was the the end goal was hey we're not going to have team training anymore so is is those clients kind of phased out and left this whole time while that's happening, we're selling everybody into semi-private because we're not offering the team training Correct. anymore. Yep. So our recurring revenue is Grow. much higher, yep. right? It's growing even though the body count is going down. Right. And right. that's what you want. Less clients, less problems, yeah, right? right? True. <laughs> I True. mean, you know, and if, if you can get a higher paying client and have, have more higher paying clients, but less clients overall, that's a great model. It's a great, it's the perfect model. Yeah. You can, you can uh, afford to spend as much time with those clients as possible. You can give them the value that they deserve, right? The attention that they mm -hmm. are seeking out for the price and justification, right? And then keep them longer, yeah. right? Even before that, we knew that our lowest paying clients, our team training clients were, uh, they would stay about 9.8 months and then we were, they were gone. And our semi-private training clients were 36 plus months. And it was just like a no brainer, but we, we were, trying to not rock the boat. And I think a lot of gym owners sitting in the same seat as we were like, gosh, man, we, we love these clients, but like at the end of the day, this is not good for business to have them mm -hmm. here. Um, and I can think of a few right off the top of my head that we're both looking at each other, not in our head. It was probably pretty difficult to have those conversations, but at the same time, it wasn't good for business. This is a business decision, not personal. Um, and yeah, we heard about it, but at the end of the day, we knew why we were doing it and they didn't care. But we knew we were doing the, you know, and, and you, you fast forward a year, two years now, that has been completely out of our model. It's the best thing we've ever done. Oh, yeah. And it's usually that way. Yeah. It's usually that coach that you need to get rid of. Uh, oh, my gosh, the place is going to fall apart. You get rid of the coach, bring somebody else that's better. Yep. Right. Your price model, you change your pricing, you're afraid to do it, and you finally do it. And all of a sudden, it's like, wow, why didn't we do this sooner? And so the same goes for anybody that's on the fence with semi-private training, you're holding on to that team training. It's a numbers game. It, it, if you look at the data, which I'm glad you brought that up in the very beginning, you're like, hey, we looked at the data of our attendance and we just made 
data-driven decisions. And we're, we're very big on data on this podcast. This is how we make decisions. We try to stay away from emotion, but it's like, hey, you know, if you're on the fence, you've got to look at the data. How many clients do I have in the boot camp? How many I have in semi-private? What's the price they're paying here? How many do I need to convert to this price point? What's the break-even point? And we do all this math in our coaching program, guys. This isn't something like, it's not rocket science either. If you just did it, did this, you could say, okay, based on these numbers, I need to convert 23 of these bootcamp members into semi-private training and all the rest could leave and I would be at the same price, you know, revenue per month. Mm -hmm. That's probably a good thing. So kind of going back to your point, less clients, more money. Attention gym owners, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're gonna focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. Yeah, and, and we, I mean, we broke it down even to the like per class rate that somebody was paying, right? And looking at that, and I think the lowest one was like $2 per class. That's crazy. Right, and I think the average was like 10. And so, you know, you take you take our semi-private clients and you have one coach to six clients and we're making $200. You gotta put 20 people in a class to achieve that same result at 10 bucks. Yeah. We didn't have any, any classes that were on average 20 people that yeah. high. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, what are we doing here? You know? And, and it, that's an easy decision to say, Hey, let's get rid of this class that on average has five people in it, which is less than our six for semi-private. Yep. Make that a semi-private hour and fill that up. Easy peasy. I mean, it's, it's not, it, you're going to have to deal with a little bit of pushback, but at the end of the day, like it's worth it. Oh yeah. It's worth yeah. it. And so, so kind of going back to your point, we, we slowly phased it out. Yep. We knew this was the direction. And then yes, with COVID, Oh, it was, it was like a, a perfect storm, right? Like, yep. Okay guys, unfortunately due to COVID, you know, we can't do this anymore. So we're doing semi-private only. Um, you know, at that point we might've had a, a dozen clients left that were in the boot camps anyway. Mm -hmm all you really need to do is, is convert two or three of them and you're breaking yeah. even. And so again, guys, semi-private training, and let's define it really quickly. It's one coach, uh, in, you know, to four to six clients. I wouldn't go more than six. Yep. You know, you start getting to, to that class feel. We train them individually. We're doing strength training. This isn't metabolic classes. It's, mm -hmm. it's strength training. We're in the racks. We're using barbells, dumbbells, all that good stuff. They, they have their own program. The coach is coaching form. He's coaching tempo. He's coaching all of that weight. You know, the, he's putting load on for them. And it's, it's, it's like you're supposed to train. It's personal training and done at a semi-private level. Exactly. You charge more. Um, you know, at 40 bucks on average per session, you have six, $240 per hour paying, paying, coming in on that hour. Um, and you pay the coach a fraction of that, right? And they're, and they're training multiple clients. And so it's just a great model. Um, but here's the biggest thing to take away. Most gyms aren't running a really good semi-private training model out there. It's not the easiest model to run. This isn't like you open up a warehouse, throw the workout of the day and everybody's doing body weight stuff and you have one coach to 50 people because that's an easy model to open. But it's also abundant and everybody's doing that. And you don't want to be 
in that red ocean. We've talked about the red ocean mentality of like, hey, we're just like everybody else. How do we how do we differentiate ourselves if we're doing the same thing? Typically, you got to lower your prices. And I was just telling uh, Zach before the show, it's like I would rather be in the upper echelon of the market than anywhere near the middle or bottom, period. That's just the, where we want to be. And so that's that's the perfect chance for you guys to bring semi-private in, raise up your rates. Maybe you have have less people and then make more money. The, the, the other side of this is, is the attrition rate in this industry is a three to 4% um, on monthly attrition is considered an A. Like that's great attrition. You're holding on to almost 97% of your clients. If you only have a hundred clients and you're doing decent revenue on a semi-private model, you only have to replace three clients a month. It's not like you have to replace 15, 20 clients a mm -hmm. month when you have higher, uh, you know, bodies in your gym, yet the same attrition rate. So that's the secret nobody talks about is like, hey, even if I lose 4%, 4% of 300 is 12, 4% of 100 is four. I'd rather replace four than 12. Yeah, and think yeah. about your ad spend to replace that many clients every month. It's, right? it's it, high. It's high. Mm -hmm. it's, it's much higher than going to going to your clients and saying like, Hey, you got any, you got any friends that, you know, you, that you have to pay the, for it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's hard to replace that many clients. And that's why so many gyms that have the big, like large group model die slow deaths because they, I mean, they do a decent job at the beginning of their pre-sale and loading up their gym and it's new and it's the new shiny object and they get the attention, but then they just slowly see it dwindle, their client base dwindle. Mm -hmm. And it's because the next shiny thing is gonna open up because you're not, you're not different in the market. And I've heard the argument before, like, you know, the, the culture, the culture. Semi-private training, financially you there's no there's nothing that compares right and so i would argue like hey isn't having six people training at the same time doesn't that pr give you the same opportunity to create the same culture as a as a large group oh yeah but but now financially it makes sense and i'm delivering a better service to the client too so it, you can make that argument of like, well, I like the culture and the energy of the large group. That's fine. But you can have your cake and eat it too, mm -hmm, right? Like mm -hmm. you might as well have all the good things. And that's where semi-private lies. It's in the middle, right? It's, it, it's the best of one-on-one -on -one and the best of team training just merged together. I remember you said one time that you, you were, you're answering up somebody's post in the uh, fitness business talk with fitness professionals, Facebook group. Yeah. And you were saying, Hey, like in, in, in any, any large group model, you've got your core group and yep. then you have these other people that kind of come in, in and, and out. out. What is that? What was that about? Well, that's, that's kind of the large group model, right? Is you get your, you get your tribe. Mm -hmm. And we saw this with our team training too, is like we had that core group of you come to every single. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're always there. And then and then we'd have to run like a big challenge or something, you know, to get to fill in and then it would slowly dwindle and we'd be like, okay, we need to get, you know, we need to fill this up and then we'd go market and do a challenge or whatever, and then fill it back up. And that core group always stayed there. Sure. And so, but those are the people that are also 
been with you for 10 years, 13 years, and they're paying the peanuts. Yeah. They're paying mm-hmm. peanuts because of course they're going to be your tribe. They're paying $2 per class. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. You know, so it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Got it. Well, so what would you tell the gym that's like, Hey, you know, I, I like the idea of semi-private training. I don't know where to start, what to do. Um, we, we got large group. I don't, I don't want to piss everybody off. Like I, I can't just pull the plug to tomorrow morning and get this thing changed. How would you do it? I, I mean, I would say call, call Tim Lyons, right? <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Go, go, what's that link? Go to pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. There you go. Yeah. Um, that, that's what I would recommend, but, but it, you don't have to flip the switch, right? It doesn't have to be all at once. There's a methodical approach that you can take to phase out team training and phase in semi-private. And the, like we have all the tools in place to coach somebody and say, Hey, this is, this is how you execute on this, right? This is how you deliver this. This is how you present it to your, to your existing clients. This is how, you know, you present it to the, to prospective members. The transition is not as difficult as you might think it is. And, and, human beings, you know, just in general, like we always like to focus on the negative things because we're planning for contingencies, right? And we're going like, is this possible? And a lot of gym owners are like, well, you know, I'm still bringing in, I'm I'm profitable, hopefully, you know, not all of them, but hopefully there's a decent amount that are like, I'm still profitable. Do I really want to make this change? You know, and, and I would, I mean, you're sitting in the owner seat, right? And you're seeing the financial benefits of doing, you're seeing all the benefits, not just the financial, but like from having a streamlined model, you know, you you can really operate at the same level as like any of your biggest franchises, right? And in and out of McDonald's, like if you, if you trust us to help coach you through that process, that's how you can operate. Oh yeah. And it's scalable. It right. Is. And, it really is. and so don't talk yourself out of it and plan for all the, the negative contingencies because it's never going to be as bad as you think it is. Well, the honest truth, it's, it's a lot harder model than large group. It just is. I mean, you, you, you have to initially, initially to set up and you, you have to educate the coaches, the yep. clients. It's a, it's a, there's a learning curve. It's not like you just buy this book, read it, and then it just happens. Yeah. Um, but once I think the programming part being locking that in getting that figured out, which mm-hmm. if you just go back one episode, we talked all about programming and how we do it and the software that we're leveraging now um, that we created and stuff. But if you have that locked in, that piece is huge, right? And then you have your coaches all around. Uh, you do you do trainings with the coaches every single week. You mm-hmm. talk about programming. You can you can go out on the floor and like, hey, this is how we perform a kettlebell swing. Like this is the way this gym does it. Yep. Or overhead press. Here's the cueing. Here's this. And you guys can coach your coaches. And then everybody speaks the same language. You've got a system there. And now all you have to do is back up into the sales process and make sure that's communicated to the prospect. And then you have that onboarding and transition to the coaching staff. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I mean, as far as the, as far as the coaching staff goes, right? Like you should be doing that regardless of your model. Correct. Um, unless you just have a gym and you rent out space, right? Which yeah, is probably the model. worst, worst thing you can, yeah. worst model you can operate. Sure. But like for us, you know, we have a very, because with semi-private, the whole entire model hinges on the fact that you're, 
that your client's going to get a consistent experience regardless of which coach they work with. Exactly. Right? So our our hiring and onboarding process is pretty extensive, but it it doesn't end every week. We do a, a coach to coach, right? Where one coach is responsible for for educating the team on something. And really what that does is it just creates an, a platform where we can all talk about that issue and present the same exact message to the clients, right? So we all get on the same page. A right. coach brings up, okay, hey, uh, you know, want to explain some things, uh, teach you guys some things maybe you don't know about an overhead press, right? And they demo that and they're coaching us on it and they researched it and, you know, they've done their homework so that they can present on it. Sure. And then it's like, okay, well, what about this? What about this? And all the coaches are hashing it out. And then boom, all of a sudden we're like, okay, this is how we coach this. This is the right way. This is the legacy way. Yep. And then, you know, we're all on the same page. Here's what we need to see to progress a client. Here's what should happen, you know, how we regress this movement. And then we're done, right? And we do that every single week. And so that just gives us the opportunity to deliver the same. Yeah, same you, thing. you yeah. absolutely have to train yeah. your staff. You just have to. If you listen to the episode with Karen Broadwater um, out of the uh, Iron Tribe, she talked about staff training all the time, development. It, it's, it's a must, right? I kind of leave that up to, to Zach because he kind of understands that's what has to happen. So he runs that whole play. But yeah, I'm seeing these coaches talking to each other, we run as a team, and, and it's great. So. Listen, guys, there's there's better ways to do this model. There's fun, more, more uh, I guess, financially uh, beneficial ways. There's uh, systematizing ways. There's, uh, you know, from the owner's seat of this business operation, I can go out there at any given hour of the day and see what I need to see. It's all happening in real time. And it makes you feel pretty damn good. And you can go out and talk to the clients and shake hands. That's really the, like, when we work with gym owners, like, I just want to, go in and talk to the clients and laugh and joke and shake hands and then go home. I'm like, cool, get your systems in order. I know systems isn't sexy. It isn't, uh, you know, fun to talk about. It's literally the steps and approaches of how you run your business. That's, that's what a system is. It's not sexy to do. It's super sexy after they're in place and everybody's running the play. Mm -hmm. It's really sexy. You know, it's like, and that's awesome, man. This is great. Sorry, I just got to, <laughs> bloop. Got to bloop that out. Uh, anyways, uh, hopefully this helps. I think the time is now. If you're ever going to make your change and put your flag in the ground in, in your market and be different than large group, this is the time. Like, look, the time was probably three years ago, but, you're, you know, f three years from now, there's going to be even more people doing it. So I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather be here now, be the first to market if you're in this market. Um, and put that flag in the ground and go run the play. If you guys need help, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. That's our accelerator program. We'll jump on a call. We'll work with you and it kind of help you transition that. But we, you know, I don't, don't want to hammer this flag too far into the ground, but that's, that's what we believe in as a, as a business. That's what we help our, our clients with. And that's not to say, listen, guys, there's, there's people even in our iron circle that run large group training only and do very, very well. Okay. I just don't want to be there. I don't want all those clients. I'd rather make more money doing less clients. It's just a preference. I think there's better ways, but you can do large group training very well and have that culture and make great money. Awesome. And it's easy. It's easy to do that. And, and I'm not, I'm not saying not to do it. I'm saying if you want to be different because large group training by far in a way is a red ocean. I don't want to be like anybody else. 
just look at our gym. We, we rebrain it. We don't, we're, we're like nobody else. That's it. That's what I don't, I don't want to be like anybody else. They can't say, oh, well, well you're kind of like these guys. I'm going to go check them out. They can't say that anymore. I mean, yeah, at all. So anyways, guys, hopefully that helps. Uh, until next episode, go get your Fit Pro Grow Summit tickets at fitprogrowsummit.com. We'll see you on the next episode. Keep changing lives. We'll see. You. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.